Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We're located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slaybaugh. Well, good Monday to you. And how was church yesterday? My, we ended the end of the month of February here with Sunday, and, and uh, that is just a great, great Lord's Day. We had family. I love my family Sunday. Had some messages dealing with the family, and I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God, but we thank God for the families He's given to us, and we had a delightful day together. The decisions were made for Christ, a wonderful, wonderful spirit in the services. Uh, Folks had their pictures taken after the services, and uh, it's always just a wonderful, wonderful day together. And God met with us, gave us what we needed to uh, finish up the last two days of February here, and then head into the month of March. And I hope it was that way where you were, that you were in your place, and that you were a blessing to your church and to your pastor, and most of all, that God met with you spoke to your heart and gave you what you needed to head into this week as well. And we're looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us today. On this Monday, February the 27th, 2023, it's the only Monday, February 27th, we're ever going to have. So let's make the best of it. Let's make the most of it here today. And if your Bible's nearby, I want to share something with you uh, from the book of Job. Job, Job 38, if you would please. Job 38. Down at verse number 22, Job writes this, Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? Notice that first phrase he says in verse 22, hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Now, there's there's several snow sayings. Hey, and I, th- I think, listen, I'm thankful we have not had so much snow this year. I know a storm just went through last week and it went above us. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm, I'm happy we've had a mild winter here in central Ohio, at least so far. I realize March can still bring us a snowstorm or two, but uh, I'm thankful we haven't had much snow. Now, I know some people, some of you like snow. That's okay. God bless you. Uh, in fact, I came across some snow sayings. The name of a snow couple. What's the name of a snow couple? How about Willie Melt and Betty Will? <laughs> well, how about Snow Kids? are a chip off the old block. Yeah. How about a snowman is a perfect man, well-rounded and with his own broom? Uh, You might like this one. How are snowmen and real men alike? They're all flaky. Well, I hope not. I hope not. But listen, uh, I know of people who live where it snows often. Uh, uh, A lot of it, uh, they consider... The snow, I'm not sure they'd consider the snow a treasure, but the Bible says there are treasures in the snow. And it's always good, I think in January, February, sometime here in the winter, that it's an appropriate time for us to think about this thought, that there are treasures in the snow. What are some treasures in the snow that God would want us to see? Well, here's a couple thoughts. Snow is a treasure because of its provider. It's a treasure because of its provider. Um, In Psalm 148 and verse number 8, I'm getting there. 
the Bible says this, Psalm 148 and verse 8, Fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind fulfilling his word. Fulfilling his word. So, as God says, it's a treasure of the snow, it, it, it's the idea that God is sending the snow. God is dispensing the snow at his choosing. It's really interesting that scientists tell us snowflakes are actually born in the clouds containing moisture. The conditions have to be just right for that to take place. The temperature must be below the freezing point of water. Tiny snow crystals are formed. And as they get heavier, they begin to fall. And as they fall, they get larger because they pick up more moisture in the atmosphere. Now, who controls the conditions of the atmosphere? Yes, God. Who creates the clouds that act as the storehouse? God. Who dispenses the snow at his choosing? God. So if God is in control of the snow, and God can dispense the snow upon the earth, let me ask you a question, my friend. Can he not dispense all the things in life that we would need? Doesn't the Bible say that every good and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning? Didn't Jesus say that the the uh, lilies of the field, uh, he clothes them and he feeds the, 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 the birds of the fowls of the air? And are we not of more value than them? And won't he clothe us and won't he take care of us? He's the provider. God is our provider. Snow reminds us that God is the provider. He's the one who dispenses the snow. He's the one who gives for all of our needs. But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Snow is a treasure because of its provider. Snow is a treasure because of its peculiarity. Peculiarity. There are many different shapes of snowflakes. Now, I'm told there's 10 general categories that snowflakes fall into. Under a microscope, you could see that some are like needles, some are like stars, some are like trees, some are like fish bones, some are like bullets, yet the amazing thing about them, no two are exactly the same. No two snowflakes are exactly alike. Snowflakes have their own shape, their own identity, they're each unique, and people are like the snow. We're like the snowflakes in that respect. There's over 8 billion people on earth now. And take into account those who have been here previously, and then those who are going to be born into this world today, and there's never been two people exactly alike. Oh, we have similarities, but we have distinct characteristics that separate us from everyone else. Our fingerprints are unique. Our footprints are unique. They say that even the pattern of our eyeballs are unique from anyone else's. We, we know our DNA is unique. In other words, God, God doesn't make clones, my friend. We are individuals. God made each of us unique and different. We've discussed this before, how different people were in the scripture. We just not long ago studied Elijah on Mount Carmel uh, uh, against the prophets of Baal and, and how he stood up to the prophets of Baal and he, and of course, was able to pray and call the fire down from heaven. And, and he was out in front and he was boldly proclaiming, um, uh, if the Lord be God, follow him. And if Baal be God, then follow him. And meanwhile, there's Obadiah. 
Obadiah worked for Ahab. He was governor of his house, and yet secretly hiding 50 prophets, 100 prophets, 50 in each in a cave, and feeding them and caring for them through the time of famine and the time of drought. You see, two distinct different personalities, but both used by God. We discuss Mary and Martha and how unique their personalities were. Martha serving and busy and outspoken and Mary quiet and reserved, sitting at Jesus' feet, but they both love the Lord. Allow people to be peculiar. Allow them to be unique. Each of us are made that way. God made us that way. So remember this. Like the snow, we have a designer. We, you are a thing of value. I am a thing of value. I'm special. Why? Because I have a creator who created me. He told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. In Psalms, he says he knits us together. He's the one who made you. He made me. And he made us distinctive from each other and from all others. We have a designer. Like snow, we also have a distinction. We're not only distinct in the way we look, but we're distinct in the purpose God has for each one of our lives. God has a purpose for my life, and it's not the purpose for your life. Now, we all have a general purpose of glorifying God and becoming like Christ, but your, your distinction of God's plan for your life is not God's plan for my life. That's why Paul said, I fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I have kept the faith. Oh, not everybody had Paul's course to run. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't, and I'm glad I don't. But listen, don't, don't try to run someone else's course. Don't try to make somebody else run your course. Let them run their course. It's distinction. We have a designer. We have a distinction. And like snow, we have a destiny. Snow has more of a purpose than just to make our landscape beautiful with its whiteness and its, its beauty. No, we see God's purpose even in the smallest of things. Listen, God has a purpose for our lives. And we have a destiny. That destiny is to be with him forever. Don't miss your destiny. God didn't create us. God didn't make us to be separated from him in hell, to suffer in hell. Oh, my friend, your destiny is to be with him forever. And you get that by placing your faith in Jesus Christ alone to forgive your sin and to give you the gift of eternal life. Well, snow is a treasure because of its provider. Snow is a treasure because of its peculiarity. But snow is also a treasure because of its purity. It's purity. In David's Psalm of Confession, in Psalm 51, as he confesses his sin to God in regards to Bathsheba, he says in verse 7, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Oh, my friend, purity. Snow has a powerful cleansing effect on the atmosphere. Sometimes we'll call, if it's raining, it's a washout. If it's a snow, it's a snow out. Snow, snow forms around some matter that already exists in the atmosphere. And it's, you know what it is? Dirt. But you know what the Lord said? He said, come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they can be as white as snow, as white as wool. Isaiah 1 and verse 18. Let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Listen, we've all been corrupted by sin. We, we cannot conceal the stain. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, my friend, the Bible says it's the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, that cleanses us from all sin. And we can be made whiter 
than snow, as white as the snow, whiter than the snow. Oh, the songwriter was right when he said, Lord Jesus, I long to be perfectly whole. I want you forever to live in my soul. And, and, and wash me, the songwriter said, wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Oh, my friend, have the blood, has the blood of Jesus Christ cleansed you from your sin? He can take a black heart, blackened by sin, and when you apply the blood of Jesus Christ to it, it'll make it whiter than snow, and you'll be pure in the sight of God. Snow is a treasure because of its purity. The only way you and I can have a pure heart is to have it cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Well, those are the treasures of the snow because of its provider, because of its peculiarity, and because of its purity. And again, I'm glad we haven't had much, but when we do, I hope you remember those thoughts that we shared with you today. I want you to have a great Monday, everybody. I look forward to being with you again on the broadcast tomorrow, where I'm going to talk a little bit about don't loosen your shoes. Don't loosen your shoes. And that'll be when we get together for the broadcast tomorrow. And until tomorrow, this is Brother Slaybaugh reminding you, be good to everyone, because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org, or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.